believed that the Mayans have been drinking hot chocolate since at least 2,500 to 3,000 years ago. There are some that believe that the chocolate drink predates even the Mayans. Now their chocolate drink was not what we would recognize as hot chocolate today. First of all, it was served cold. Second of all, it had chili peppers and cornmeal in it. And it was poured back and forth between cups to create a heavy foam on the top. The term hot chocolate, if it were used at all back then, would refer to the use of chili rather than the temperature of the drink itself. The Mayans didn't have sugar, so this drink was very bitter, and as the Spanish explorers who came to the New World described it, it was, quote, an acquired taste, which we know never really means anything good. Nonetheless, something about the drink spoke to the Spanish, and when Cortes returned to Spain in 1528, he brought cocoa beans and the equipment the Mayans used to make the hot chocolate drink back with him. And the Mayans would just take whole beans and grind them up and mix them with cornmeal and chilies. Now we ferment chocolate. You know, we take the beans, we grind them, and we ferment it uh, in, in stages to make the chocolate that we know and love. So it would be very different from the chocolate they were drinking then. Now chocolate quickly became a favorite drink of the nobility and upper class of the upper class in Spain. By the 17th century, sugar was being added to chocolate, which only increased the drink's popularity as it spread among European notability. And because chocolate was only grown in South America, it was very expensive. And in 1657, the first chocolate house opened and was charging 50 to 75 pence per pound of chocolate. That's about $75 to $100 today. Which, I mean, think about how much we pay for chocolate. It's not nearly that much. To improve the flavor of the chocolate, ingredients like musk, ambergris, vanilla, and jasmine would be added. Now, if you don't know what musk and ambergris are, go back and listen to the brief history of eggnog from last week. It's not, it does not sound appetizing. Now, chocolate drink remained largely the same until about 1828. When, this name's, this name's hard, but I'm excited to say it. Conrad Jonas van Houten. I definitely messed that up, I'm gonna do it again. Conrad Johannes van Houten. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. I just really wanted to. As soon as I saw that name, I was like, I know how I'm gonna say this. Anyway, Conrad Johannes van Houten developed the first machine to make cocoa powder. And this really changed the game. It was again in 1828. Now, we could just mix cocoa powder with milk and water and sugar uh, and get a delicious chocolate drink. This also changed the meaning of chocolate and the price of chocolate. Now, the ability to make cocoa powder directly led to the invention of the chocolate bar in 1847. Prior to this, chocolate was referred to, or the term chocolate referred specifically to hot chocolate. Now, the term meant solid chocolate. So, completely, the invention of cocoa really did change just the meaning of the word itself. Now, today, hot chocolate is much sweeter than it has ever been at any point in history. And depending on where you live, the texture and consistency can vary from thin and watery in North America to thick and velvety in Spain. Now, we now see it as a common drink, and hot chocolate, again, is heavily sweetened, even served with marshmallows. Sometimes we spice it with a bit of nutmeg or cinnamon. However, our hot chocolate would be completely unrecognizable to ancient Mayans or even the first few generations of Europeans who got to enjoy this unique beverage from the New World. So there you go. There's a brief history of hot chocolate. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnChick.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. You can like and subscribe to this podcast. And as always, thank you so much for watching. I really appreciate it, guys. You're the best. I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food in 5. And tomorrow, I think we're looking at everything I know about Christmas dinner. So we'll talk about that then. 
Have a great Thursday. I'll see you soon.